are now listening to Real Talk with Mr. Q, the War Machine. Welcome back, everyone, for another episode of Real Talk. I'm your host, Mr. Q, the War Machine. Thank you for joining me this Thursday, wherever you may be all over the world. Brothers and sisters, thank you. Hopefully you're safe. Thank you for taking five minutes, five seconds out of your time to come in and listen. Again, thank you for coming. Well, people, uh, the title of this podcast is going to be um, The Truth Fall in Your Lap. And the, uh, after I read a couple of brief stories, you're going to see what I'm talking about. First story I want to touch on, and you probably already heard about a black man that was fatally shot by neighbor after months of racial harassment. Black man last month was gunned down by his white neighbor, uh, Edward Murphy. Shot and killed 39-year-old Antonio Roger Robinson at his doorstep. Now Murphy has been was harassing this dude for one year, and they was trying to move, but you know COVID stopped that. But uh, yeah, Murphy harassed this dude, and uh, they said that Antonio Robinson was a calm man. He wasn't a man that looking for trouble and so forth and even mr robinson you know stopped uh potential guys beating up on murray but that didn't stop murray for killing him and uh taking his life and taking him from his 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 kids and his girlfriend possibly his fiance they was gonna might get married and so forth that wasn't stopping him so that's one story. The second story that I'm going to touch on was really three stories. But this is the second story I'm going to touch on is police officer being charged in the murder of an unarmed black man uh, who they tased and then shot to death. And you have probably heard about it. This officer was Sean Lucas who shot Jonathan Price, 31 in response to a disturbance call in Wolf City, Texas, on Saturday. And uh, we're going to get into that with Mr. Price background. We'll come back to that. The third story was out of Vegas about a black man who allowed his daughter to die in a hot car. Or was it? I think uh, Vegas, Arizona, I think so. And uh, police came and asked the guy, can they break the window out to get the toddler out? And the black dude refused. And eventually the toddler died. But police officers cracked the window, but it was too late. So these three stories I'm going to touch on when I said the truth falls within your lap. You know, I always look for examples to back up some of my commentary because I know a lot of people hear me and again this podcast is not for everyone it's not for the lighthearted it's not for people who are all in their emotion it's not for those people who are looking for a place to hide and 
yada yada. This is a place where truth is going to be exposing a lot of things. And it's going to cut. And you don't want to get cut. It's time to turn off five seconds up. Or thank you for your five minutes. Whichever come first. So I advise you. That being said, let me dive into these stories. First, with back to Mr. Robinson and uh scumbag Mur Edward Murray. As I said at the top of the store, at the top of the story, not top of the story, at the top of the story, um, his girlfriend and him was trying to move, but due to COVID, they couldn't. That stopped him. And they've been putting up with this mess, with this harassing from Edward Murray for a year. A whole year dealing with this. And I can understand because we all been with some ag some asshole, but this dude allegedly kicked the kids' toys. He even came up, he was so emboldened, he came up to the door and talking shit to them. Banging on the door, talking shit so bad at it. They just closed the door. But that didn't stop them because again, you dealing with a crazy ass white demon who basically said, boy, don't close that damn door in my face. I'm your master. I'm superior to you, boy. Who the hell you think you are? Bring your ass on out of there, boy. And tell that girl up in there that I'm looking for a dry nurse. Namely me. I want to suck up on them things up in there. What the hell you think you are? That's the mentality of Edward Murray. And another story, and I know that may... Uh, that everybody touched on, but I'm gonna throw it in before I, you know, I digress on this for a minute. I jump in. The dude who, of course, put the knee on George Floyd got out on a million dollar bond, and I'm gonna deal with that too. But I just want to throw that. But back to this story here. Um, so I want to stay on the story. Um, yeah. Now you know all that he was he was dealing with this dude for a year. That's when you should went on got a gun. And the reason I say that is because a lot of these Edomite demons are going to deal with people. And I said this in my soft target message I've been saying for the last two seasons. They look for soft targets. And they probably hearing this story here in this podcast because I sit here and I talk about it all the time. Soft targets. Soft targets are black people who are, are so super calm that. You know, they let stuff go, and they really don't pay any attention to it. And I understand because I used to be like that. I used to be kind of, I'd be cool and calm, and it took a lot for me to get angry. But I'm going to tell you that that's not good for life because a lot of people love to keep fucking with you. Though you want peace and you go on about your business, damn it, you damn them try to move a mountain to try to make peace with these assholes, but they still keep coming. Until you show them that you're going to knock the shit out of them. Or put their ass in the ground. And they back off. And even then, they don't think it because they're like, you ain't going to do it. Until you do it, then their ass is <laughs> sayonara. They're gone. It's all over with. And I wanted to touch on this one. Like I said, again, because I was like that, people. I, I want people to think, oh, Miss Q, just hawk one of them hard-ass motherfucking niggas. God dang it. No, I'm... A very cool, laid-back guy. Very cool. But I'm also an observer. And when I know 
people don't like me. I know what time it is. But back then, I was living in Christianity. And, you know, we all know that old saying, turn the other cheek. If someone offend, you love your enemy. But see, you loving something that is unlovable. And Edomites, white people cannot be loved. They say they love, but they don't really mean it. They don't mean that shit. They want you to be, their defenses be down for they come and tread on you. For they can talk that shit like they did to this brother. And he's not the first one. Remember back when a sister, about a month or two ago, chick moved up when she was in New Jersey somewhere, upper New York. And she was a nurse, single mom. And her neighbors, white family, and their kids threw shit on the, on the damn side of her house and dead animals and shit and torment and, and took a BB gun and shot at her, at her house and stuff and glass. This chick had to leave. And one brother went up there to, to patrol and keep her house safe until eventually she was able to sell it and move on. This shit is not, this, you know, again, can't make this shit up. That's why when I was saying we at DEFCON 1, we at DEFCON 1, people. This is it. Just the other day when I was sitting there thinking about that, I went back and looked at my podcast, DEFCON 2. And I did it October 7th of last year. I did DEFCON 1 September 30th. With, uh, I think September 30th, September the 30th or October 1st, right in there, marked just shy of one year. That's damn near accurate to a point of the foolery and stuff we have been putting up with because we've been sitting here tolerating and expecting the outcome. But I'm going to tell you something at the end. I'm going to go ahead and get to the next story. But that brother right there should have got a gun. And that way, when that, that demon came, because he, he opened the door and the dude blasted him for no apparent reason, just because he was black. Had no problem with the dude. Dude had a problem with him. And this, this brother, Antonio Robinson, gave his life up to some evil demon because he wanted to be a kind and peaceful. And, and I'm telling you, people, it's nothing wrong being a kind and peaceful man and woman. But when your enemy... Is coming with a bat or something. You don't stand in defense and say, oh, thou, oh, Lord, I'm going to just, no, you better find something to knock the shit out of them because they're going to do the same to you. And that's a tragedy. This dude saved this cave demon for an ass whooping that he probably needed in the first place. See how we intervene? God, see, sometimes God intervened, people. God probably sent them dudes there to whoop the shit out of his ass and you step right on in, derailing the judgment that he deserved. I'm just saying. I could be wrong, but think about it. Now, this next case, talking about this dude, Jonathan Price. Oh, Mr. Price had a whole thing on, fa on Facebook or Twitter praising white people. I love white people. White people help me. White people help me got my business together. White folk. Even got me to a point I had addiction for white women. You don't believe me? Go look it up. He said it. Um, found that out by watching a YouTuber on there called Sister DeBoer and her husband, the Watchman. Go find them out. You'll find it. Had the, the tweets right there. Dude said he had an addiction for white women. See what his addiction got him? To death. Even though he was 
trying to break up a disturbance. This this cave beast here probably read that tweet. Sean Lucas. You know, cave beef Lucas is out on a thousand, a hundred thousand dollar bail. He's out. He's not sitting behind no no uh what you call it? That dude's sitting at home. I think he killed this dude. And how they killed the dude is when they tased him, he was in convulsion. He was shaking. And they just ended up just blasting seven shots into his ass. Execution style. See? Yeah, buddy. Mm, mm, mm. My, oh, my bad. Uh, homeboy. Mr. Murray is at home with a $100,000 bond, but, uh, Mr. Lucas, he out, too. He's at home, too. All these people are not behind bars. And as I said about the dude who uh, killed, uh, what you call it, George Floyd, he just posted a $1,000, not $1,000, my bad, excuse me, people, not $1,000, but a million-dollar bond. That been a black man killing Chris, uh, Chalky White, Karen, and two, girl, and two curly-head-ass girls. They had, his ass would be buried under the damn jail. He would never get out of there. Not for a million dollars, but this dude did. Uh, Sean Lucas, who shot Jonathan Price, his bond is a million dollars. Oh, he going to get out. And come to find out that the dude with, in George Floyd's case, he got out because of GoFundMe. Somebody raised the money for him to get out. Go figure. Now, when we do it for black, they shut that shit down. That's what I, you know, heard through the grapevine that he got the money through GoFundMe. Ain't that about a bitch? <laughs> but I digress. On to the next story about the brother. Now, I can't say a brother, the dumb, dumb brother who allowed his daughter to die due to, I don't know what the hell. Because when I read the story, they said the dude locked the door and called the police. And the police told him, look, we need uh, permission to break your, your, uh, your car window, because, hey, you can write that shit off, because it was an emergency. They'll, you know, you pay a little deductible. It ain't that much. You got your baby in there. Hell, you could have done it. But this dude sitting around told him no. Officer decided to go ahead and break the window, get the little girl out, but it was too late. She expired right there. This also goes back to a podcast that I've done called Scumbag Parents. If you don't remember, it was a story a while back about a brother who set his daughter on fire due to some custody dispute with him and the baby's mama. They got into it, uh, and the dude set the car on fire with gasoline with the child in it. Burned the child and the car up. Just just bullshit. Just killed the child right there. That I can't even say nothing, you know, really. But, again, this, these are the problems what we're dealing with in the black community, a.k.a. the black nation republic here in America. This is what we deal with. That's why I said I don't understand why we're still tolerating the nonsense because we don't want to step up to do what we need to do with the most high want us to do. And so that's why we're not getting the victory over our enemies. See, Esau and them was used as a tool to get us to come back to the most high. But for the most of us, what can we come back to when we didn't never know him in the first place? Well, what Esau told us. So it's a catch-22. But now you got Esau 
and all the other folks, Moab and a lot of other folks now just dispersing all this information. And it's like, it's, it's kind of caught up in the line of truth. It's kind of a mixture. And you have to have some form of discernment to find out, to follow the right path to find out what's going on. Because if not, you're going to get lost. I know. And I know other people listen to me. You, you've been led astray a couple of times too until had to get back on the right path. So all of us are not where we need to be. That's why Esau does what he or she does. Because we quote this thing about the scripture saying that our battle is not with flesh and blood, but in prince, high principalities. That is a true saying. But what are the principalities? The principalities that we talk about is Esau, the devil, right now. The spiritual part is long thrown out because we're too busy focusing on the natural. We, when you start talking to black people on spiritual, they 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 tone out unless they talk, think you're talking some voodoo shit. And then the next thing you know, I don't want to hear about it. Oh, conjured up spirit, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? I have come to an understanding of it because I was listening to an old video of Dr. Khalif Muhammad. And Dr. Khalif Muhammad was saying that he had a dream of defeating his enemies. He said, I had a dream of engaging them in battle going up against the white man and beating them down. And I was victorious, so I feel good. You know, many times I've had similar things about people who dumped my enemies, and I used to sit there and purge them because I used to think that was evil. That was e that was evil way of thinking. Evil, evil, that's bad. Until the Most High dealt with me, on, and as I continued to walk with him, he dealt with me, he said, no, he said, what I'm showing you in that vision is the spiritual battle that you're winning that haven't manifested itself into the natural. I said, oh, so what I'm what I'm thinking is not wrong. Like, no, that is a spiritual manifestation of the battle being won. It hasn't manifested itself into the natural yet, meaning that you have the victory spiritually. You just have to wait to the natural catch up. And it has to be on them, not you. You have to wait on them to respond. That's how it's going to get down. And you know what? That has happened to me many times. Many folks and got on my nerve. I, I sit there and have a, 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 a vivid dream about beating the shit out of them. Seriously. And I go to sleep, no worries. And you know those people will leave and go, go somewhere else. I don't have to say anything. And that's not bragging. That, if it is, it's bragging on the most high. It ain't me. Because he showed me that. You know, same thing with these white folks around. I live around Edomites. These motherfuckers, I'm telling you, they don't say nothing. They lock, they go, <laughs> you hear the door slam. And I don't do anything because the Most High told me that these Edomites that's among you, I've given them to you. I've given them to you. All you have to do is wait for one of them to respond. And when they move, go to work. And I ain't had no problems out of them. I ain't had no shit thrown on my house. I ain't had nobody doing no loud parties anymore. I ain't had nobody hardly come around no goddamn more. Must hit that door. I'm telling you, kunk, kunk, they get the lights out, click. They don't, they're not around. That's because the Most High told me, showed me, the victory is yours. And that's the thing, black people, you're not on that yet. That's why you have, we're not going to be victorious because we have not won that spiritual battle yet. We can go to sleep in the most high talk to say, okay, the spiritual thing has been won. Now the physical has to manifest itself. Until that time, 
we gonna be getting our asses kicked. Well, most of y'all are, cause not me. See, Dr. Khalif Muhammad was on to something. When I first heard it the first couple of times, I used to think he was kind of crazy a little bit. But now, looking back and listening again and going through it because my own personal walk and y'all going through your own personal walk with the Most High, y'all is, he's saying it has to be one in the spirit first for it to manifest, manifest itself into the natural. Until then, you're gonna be victor. You're gonna be victimless. You're gonna be a victim of circumstances. You're gonna be out there, wolves. <laughs> you're gonna be sheep for the slaughter. You're gonna be out there. The wolves are gonna have their way with you because you're not allowing me. You're not walking with me. You're not obeying me. You're not coming to me. You're not being right with me. Right with yourself first. So I can't help you. I hear you, but I can't help you. Because you're not right. You're not righteous. You're not perfect. And I'm not looking for perfect people, but I'm looking for righteous people. You can't even give me that. So that's why Esau continues to beat, to rape, to maim, to rob, to lie, to steal from us. With no justification in sight. And the Most High is doing this thing around with the storms. But just, to, just think of if we was all on that thing where we just had that dream of beating the shit out of e Edom, uh, all these Edomites. Beating the shit out of Karens. Just really beating them. Not laying a hand on them. But really walking with the most high. You can visually see you knocking that goddamn head off. And you just sitting back and they looking in your eye because that's what they do. They know the spiritual realm too. When they look, they can sense it. I keep telling you, why do you think I use that... that uh, the example of Star Wars, of the of the force. When they feel that force of the most high, they they scatter. When they know they got a coon, they siphon you, siphon the energy off real quick, give you a couple of trinkets here and there to shut you up, pacify you, and go sit down somewhere, fool. But if they dealing with a real hardcore brother or sister, they are not gonna stick around too long. They're not. They're not. They'll talk that mess, and some of them won't even, when you talk. They'll leave. They'll leave you alone. You'll be like, what are you doing? Gone. But back to the brother who had the little girl. That right there, that's sad. That's sad. That's a poor excuse of a, of a male because he's not a man. Because that would have been my child, my little bit, my little one. Fuck that glass. I broke the glass. I shit. I just paid for the damn deductible. It's just glass, nigga. You can't get your child back. But this was uh, what from stories deeper than that. It was also into that little custody thing or trying to play tick for tack using children as pawns. I thought that shit played out a long time ago, but I guess it's not because we still seeing brothers and sisters using this. This is why it's so valuable that we don't, you know, I, I understand why people always say wait to marriage or wait till you find that person now because. The reason it ain't got nothing to do with you going to hell. You're going to have hell here on earth with that person. You ain't got to go to hell. You're going to have hell here. Because when you lay down, ladies, and spread your legs to Peanut and little, little Twain and all the rest of these clowns, and they drop and deposit they see, and you had a little bastard-ass kids, that's 18 years plus the rest of your life of pure hell. Or you have these daughters that you do not want to raise up to have some and you let them listen to all this garbage. 
that's something that's going to come back to get you. Same thing with the brothers. You don't show that your daughter, your son, what it is to be a man, a principal, and then they go out here and do all this nonsense, and then you just shrug it off. Well, that's just how it is. No, it's not. That's a detriment to the community. It's a detriment to other people. The whole thing is that you're trying to build a better generation of people, always trying to be better. But you keep low grading or low life niggas instead of just mashing them on out, let them die off to themselves. You have elevated them and this attitude of nonsense. Oh, well, he had that swag. Fuck swag. Is the brother righteous? If, she, if she's righteous, no. We don't look at those principles. That's, again, going back to what I was saying about why we're being defeated. It's because we're not taking up the responsibility. The most high was saying, look, you got a responsibility to do your part. I got a responsibility to do my part. You can pray all day you want to. That's part of it, but you're going to have to do. You don't do your part, then this ain't going to work. Have you ever baked a cake without adding certain things to it? What happened? That cake flat, ain't it? What the hell you think is happening with us? We have no power. We got we we have a voice. We have no power because what are we doing? We're too busy doing other stupid things. Now back to like I said, back to the thing about the dude. Someone he was addicted to white women. Yeah, he dicked his ass right on into the grave. Coon. He did got what he deserved. This is what happened when you praise your oppressors. But I had to, but I can't be too hard on Jonathan because. We all, I understand in his tweet when he said, when I had my businesses, you know, black people turned their back against me and they didn't want to help me and, and my family didn't want to help me. White people don't. I understand because, again, I was in that situation. Too. Like I said, again, I was, I was out there. You know, I had, you know, the same thing, ran into the same problems to a point. You know, I told my wife before I met her, I said, you know what? <laughs> you lucky. She said, what you mean I'm lucky? Because. If I wasn't, you was the last black woman I was going to give a chance to. The reason why I said it, because I dealt with a lot of sisters, not all of you, but now, I don't know. But a lot of you I've dealt with, I had dealt with some sisters that just, hey, they didn't allow me to be myself. And that's a bad thing, again, back in our community. We don't allow people to be who they are. See, I grew up being myself. You know, quirky, you know, laughy. I tell jokes off the off the fly. My wife, you know, my wife love it. You know, and I thought I would never find a sister that would like my wife. She like, like, okay, sit your ass down. <laughs> but I went through so much nonsense that the whole point is it like a desert. Like, shit, I can't, where you sisters at? Brother working, ain't out here doing no bad things. You know, I don't have a whole bunch of damn kids, so what seemed to be the problem? But come to find out, like this one, this one YouTuber said like this here, that most of the women out here, you want to build a bear. You want to build a bear nigga. You want the nigga to go in and out of jail. You want the nigga whip all the kids. All this stuff is like you, the opposite. You say one thing, but you do another. So in this case, I kind of understand him, but it cost him his life. And it's going to cost a lot of other people their life as well. Because again, when we don't have that nurturing, that 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 acceptance, our welcome and celebration in our own community, we will go other places, and we get that false narrative. Oh man, I finally made it. Moab treated me better. Arab treated me better. The, the Edomites over here, they treat me better. Hell, this Karen over here, she cooking clean for me. I ain't 
I'm so happy. I'm, I'm, thank God. I'm a damn conservative. We will start adapting and adopting those certain things. Because we want, who want to go back to, nigga, so what, nigga? You think you all that, motherfucker? Who want to go back to that? Or, you just, you don't, you don't do nothing for me. I, I'm not, I'm, you don't get me hot and bothered. That's bad, that's a bad, that's an insult to a brother like, damn, I just came, I just got off from work to get on a date with your ass just to hear you tell me that you ain't feeling me now? I'm, I'm not, I'm not feeling you. I, I don't feel that roughness. Well, bitch, I just, here, rub my hand in. See my hand? My hand's rough. I've been out there breaking, you know, breaking land, wood and shit, doing carpentry and shit. You feel that right there? Feel that right there? Feel that right there? That's rough right there. That's rough enough for you? No, no, no. Your attitude is not. Uh. And sisters, you know you ain't said that shit. <laughs> you ain't said that. I mean, let's be real. You ain't said it. So for this brother, I understand, but it cost him his life. And it's going to cost a lot of other folks their lives as well. They just don't know it yet. See, this is what happens when we send people out here. They don't have our hedge of protection. We don't protect our own people because we don't have, we only like ourselves. Well, people, that's all the time I have today in the war room. Again, I give a shout out to all my supporters, folks who support this, those who don't support it, who hate it, but secretly like it. Thank you. Again, be safe, be vigilant, people. Be safe and vigilant, brothers and sisters out there. Because you know we're at war. So let's all come back for another episode of Real Talk with Mr. Q. The next time, I'm out. This was the War Machine. Real Talk with Mr. Q. Don't forget to join us next time.